Each and every week, I talk to very interesting people. And the most important part is that I shouldn't be the only one hearing it. I really feel that if these people make sense to me, that everyone out there needs to hear it. So stay tuned, folks, and I hope you enjoy this newest weekly segment on Coach Business. Whether retirement is 30 years away or right around the corner, do you wonder if you'll have enough to live on during your golden years? In fact, a new survey finds more than half of Americans would prefer a guaranteed monthly paycheck compared to a lump sum of money when they retire. Diane Garnick is Managing Director and Chief Income Strategist at TIAA, the leading financial services provider for the not-for-profit market, and said the results of a recent survey were surprising. TIAA entered this study asking people, what type of options do you want in your retirement plan? And our expectation was that people were going to say some of the you know, currently important things like, oh, I want access to NASDAQ or these fancy names, the Facebook, Amazons of the world, right? This seemed like the natural answer. And we were surprised to find that more than half of the people said that what they're looking for in their retirement plan is lifetime income. So they're not necessarily interested in the next investment stage. What people really want is they want income as a component of their retirement plan. And that was a big sea change for us. Well, so when they, when they say they want income, I mean, is someone's 401k going to give them that? More and more plan sponsors right now are incorporating lifetime income into their menu options in their 401k. And that's happening for a really important reason, Steve. You see, with income as a component of the 401k menu, what happens is older employees that are on the verge of retirement have a very easy transition from employee to retiree. Rather than just saving money and getting to this large amount of money saved, they have the opportunity to immediately transfer that money into a paycheck for life. And what that does is not just important for the retiree. See, when these older work, work members move into retirement, it creates tremendous management opportunities for the next generation of leaders. And that's a dual benefit, not only for the people, but for the company as a whole. Dr. Joe Coughlin, founder and director of the MIT Age Lab and author of the new book, The Longevity Economy, says this is not your parents' or grandparents' retirement. He says we should make it more specific. You know, one of the things that we have to think about is that retirement is actually quite new. It is not that period of short number of years that our parents and grandparents may have had. It's actually going to be not just a few years, but a few decades. So one of the things that we suggest based upon the research that we've done at MIT is that to make it more specific. That is, don't talk about this long period of life where there's going to be golf games and cruise ships and maybe a few walks along the beach, but rather the mundane, the everyday, the household expenses, transportation. Many advisors are even shocked to look at the numbers to find that that's the second largest cost in retirement. Yes, health. But boy, retirement is now 8,000 days long on average. Think about that. It's the same amount of time from birth to college graduation. And in that, you might be starting a new company, you might be working part-time, you might be getting remarried, you might be doing lots of different things that are going to require different forms of income and a different lifestyle altogether. Thinking about those specifics drives people to plan and save and buy retirement, not simply to plan for it. Well, that's, that really is the key, isn't it? It's all about the planning. And, and sometimes, you know, if, 
someone isn't isn't necessarily saving as much as they should, but then once they get a little bit closer, they try to uh, they try to kickstart it into high gear and and hopefully get there. Yeah? yeah, Steve, you bring up such a good point. We know that people who listen to Financial Safari are very sophisticated when it comes to retirement, and we also know you talk a lot about target date funds. But here's what we found in the TIAA survey. Two-thirds of the people who are invested in target date funds believe that they will automatically convert into income at the moment of retirement. Now, we know that nobody who listens to this show would make that mistake, but it ends up a majority of the people do make that mistake. They think that they're automatically going to begin receiving paychecks so that they can have financial security in retirement. What we really need to do is help people reframe the amount that they're saving and think about it instead about how much income that could generate for them once they hit their golden years. And I think one of the things to think about, Steve, is that one of the big surprises in retirement is that we are living far longer than we expected. We did a survey, and I reveal it in my book, The Longevity Economy, of MIT graduates who had been out 50 years. And the number one piece of advice they were giving new MIT graduates was save, save, and save, because I never expected to live this long. In TIA's study, 61% of people actually reported that they, they worried about outliving retirement. Today, we've got to make sure that our wealth span and our lifespan is in sync. Well, that's, that's really great advice to be able to do that. i got a 25-year-old son, and I just had a long conversation with him about, about retirement, and, and I think I might have frightened him into saving a little more than he was going to. <laughs> That's a great, great outcome, Steve. You know, what the single simple message for all of us to deliver, not only to millennials, but even to Gen Xers, is save now or die trying. Right? All too often we think retirement will never come, particularly when we're in our early 20s. But believe me, 40, 50, even 65 is sooner than you think. And I guess. And I guess the other thing to think about, whether you're a financial advisor or an individual planning or, frankly, even an HR executive, let's not talk about planning for 30 years of retirement. Chunk it out. It's too big for us to cognitively appreciate three decades of life. So chunk it out of those little things we may do as we transition from retirement to where we might live, to the complexity we may have to manage, to someday many of us may end up having to live solo. How do I plan for the retirements? in that period of adult life we call retirement. Well, I've never thought about it that way, retirements. That's a great way to look at it, too. You know, you mentioned something earlier, and it, it got me thinking. You said transportation, and, and I guess I never thought that that was as a big a deal as it is, but when you think about it, it really is. Hey, 70% of Americans over the age of 50 live either where transit does not serve at all uh, or serves poorly. If you don't drive, it doesn't matter how much your money you have and how much health you may have. If you don't get there, life is basically staying in your home under a roof. We call that prison by another name. You know, one of the common things that happens is as we approach retirement, people want to take financial risk off the table. But in the past, that has merely meant moving out of equity and into fixed income. And, you know, that serves people pretty well. Steve, over the last 10 years, interest rates have just declined and declined and declined. And what that has meant is fixed income has gone up. But at long last, rates are on the rise, which means moving out of equities and into fixed income might not be the best solution for people who want to take risk out of their retirement savings. 
So a really good strategy is rather than think about moving into fixed income as the safety haven, start to convert some of your savings into guaranteed lifetime income. And that's key because that means you're protecting yourself from not only market risks, you're also protecting yourself from interest rate increases. So as rates go up, you're protected from your balances falling down. And in fact, if you think about it, the reason we save for retirement is very simple. It's so that we can spend the same amount of money in retirement that we had throughout our entire working lives. Nobody saves for retirement just to amass wealth. We save for retirement so that our standard of living can be consistent. So why not do that now, especially when interest rates are about to start climbing up? Well, yeah, what about something like an ETF or ETFs in general? Those are fantastic tools. But one of the really important things for people to recognize about ETFs is the letters ETF are not the investment strategy. It's the underlying investments that make a tremendous amount of sense. In other words, I can invest in the S&P 500 either through a mutual fund or an ETF or some commingled fund or even through futures. The performance that matters will be the underlying instrument, and in this case, the S&P 500. So don't think of ETFs as an asset class. Think of ETFs as a vehicle to get you to that asset class. That's a really important distinction that people need to embrace. Well, and one of the things that, that we talk about on the show an awful lot, and, and you've said it repeatedly here, too, is it's more than a retirement plan. It's an income plan. Yeah, think of it like income is the outcome that people are looking for. And in part, it's because we have a new retirement where you're more likely to be living longer. You're more likely to be living where your children are either uh, distant or maybe because we had fewer children, not at all. And as a result, we are now planning for an entire period of life that is going to have far greater uncertainty than any previous generation in retirement. So income is about taking the day-by-day -day activities of how retirement is going to be across many years. We think the most important thing for people to do is to not wait until the brink of retirement to begin their planning. You need to prepare for retirement long in advance. In fact, I would even counsel your 25-year-old, hey, now's the time to prepare for retirement. So one of the things we think is really key is just do a Google search, preparing for retirement, and you will get all of the tools at your fingertips that can help lead to a stable, secure retirement, so much so that with the right kind of planning, you can not only enter retirement, you can live in retirement with dignity. And pay, plan for those not punctuated moments of trips to Disney or great vacations with the grandchildren. Plan for the daily activities, getting the mail, buying an ice cream cone, paying for the house, paying for transportation, and then on top of that, plan for those trips that you may want to have because life goes on for a long time with costs every day. Thanks again to Diane Garnick, Managing Director and Chief Income Strategist at TIAA, and Dr. Joe Coughlin, Founder and Director of the MIT Age Lab and author of the new book, The Longevity Economy. For the Financial Safari, I'm Steve Siddall.